If you are newly employed at LIU, you might have noticed that some things are different. And if you haven't noticed yet, you surely will. In this episode, I talk to Johanna Gistvik, who will tell us more about what makes Swedish workplaces stand out a bit. This is Work at LIU, and my name is Priya. Welcome to the podcast, Johanna. Thank you. So there are some things that might be a little bit different at Swedish workplaces and at the university that you might you might kind of notice that once you start working here. So I want to talk a, a bit about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I know we've talked. Uh, I've talked to someone else about like how Swedes are and things like that. But today specifically, we're going to talk about like Swedish workplaces. Yeah. Exactly. Um, informality. What can you say? What can you say about informality? Yeah. So generally speaking, Swedish workplaces are very informal. So you will be on first name basis with practically everyone, including like your bosses and your boss's bosses and like the head of the company. You will still be on first name basis with them. And this can, of course, be quite unusual if you come from a, a place where that is not the case. Yeah, because we we wouldn't say Mr. Johnson or Miss, Mrs. Uh, or Miss Anderson or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And we don't really use other titles as well. So like doctor or professor, we don't really use any of those titles. How about the way of talking? Is it... Because sometimes I feel like... Oh, say we have a fika and our boss is around. It's not like we're on our toes it's not like we speak in a different way do you understand what i mean yeah absolutely and and that's true i mean even if our boss is there or like our boss's boss is there then we still speak like we would talk to like a friend or someone that we we know a little bit better than just very casual so it's it's yeah. quite informal even in in speaking with just anyone So informality, where we don't use titles, we first name basis, and just an informal way of talking. Yeah, and I think it represents the fact that Swedish workplaces tend to have rather flat organizations. So if you need to speak to someone that is like higher up in the organization, it's not a problem to do that. You can contact them directly, and it's fine, which is, yeah. can also be quite unusual. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people have said that sometimes when they start working in Sweden and at the university, basically they are quite surprised that management asks for their opinion. Yeah, which uh, for us is normal. Yeah, be- yeah, we would we would be quite upset if we if, if our opinion wasn't asked for. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's very inclusive. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about time, like Swedes' perception of time mm-hmm. might seem a little bit more strict. Um, if a meeting is at nine, it starts at nine. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. And it is really important to be on time because the meeting will start without you. So even if you're just two minutes late, then the meeting might have already started and they're not going to wait for you. So, and it it might feel like, well, that's rude. Why didn't they just wait? But for us, the way that we see it, we said that the meeting was going to start at nine. So we're going to start it at nine and you are the one who's rude for being late, basically. Yeah. So even if we're informal, we're we're still like on time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think it has to do with our perception of just being polite to other people. So if you're late, then you're wasting someone else's time and that's rude. 
anything else when it comes to like timings and you know where we're a bit more strict well i think one thing that might confuse people especially at the university is the academic quarter Mm -hmm. and that is something that is i think only used in the university setting and that is if it says that a meeting starts at nine and it it really only says the number nine then it actually means nine fifteen, and that can be super confusing yeah so how like when when does it apply and when doesn't it apply like can you will you know um or do I you just have to look at the number nine or nine dot zero zero yeah if it says nine dot zero zero then it starts at nine and not nine fifteen. if you come at nine fifteen, then you're 15 minutes late and this usually applies to lectures and seminars so if you have a, like a meeting with like a mentor or something like that then i would say be there at nine sharp Mm-hmm. But if you have okay. a lecture, then it's nine fifteen. Unless, right. of course, it says nine zero zero, because then you need to be at nine. So exams usually starts exactly at nine. So okay. academic quarter does not apply to exams. Oh, this is so confusing. <laughs> but yeah, it and if you're if you're employed, mm-hmm. like basically for for us, we work at the international office. If a meeting is set at nine, it starts at nine. Yeah. But if you're employed as a like professor or something like that, then you need to know that if you do, if you have a lec, if you're gonna have a lecture for a group of people, mm-hmm. then you need to write nine. And then yeah. it starts at 9.15? Exactly. But if you're going to book a meeting with, say, the international office, then it's, if you say nine, it's nine. Yeah, exactly. So it's usually just lectures and seminars that use the academic quarter. Okay. So that might, that might uh, take some time to get used to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, speaking of, like, we, we, we talked a bit about informality and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think within that, we can talk a bit about work-life balance mm-hmm. because that is, for me personally, that's very important. But how can you tell that work-life balance is important in general at Swedish workplaces? Well, I think one thing that people might notice is that working lots of overtime, staying late at the office isn't necessarily considered like a good thing, like, oh, this person is so loyal to the company and they, they're really passionate. It's more like, well, maybe you should go home. Maybe you should relax a bit, play with your kids, you know, so you're, you're encouraged not to stay late every time and, and do really, really long hours, even though you might want to, because that's what you're used to. Because I think also that, that Swedish employers have kind of understood the importance of re-energizing yourself yeah and exactly. if you stay at like if you work 12 12 hours a day go home eat and sleep and then have to come back in the morning then it's not you're not gonna have the energy to do your work yeah exactly and then the quality of the work that you will be doing that second day won't be as high as it would have been if you had only stayed eight hours and then really rested the day before yeah so it's not frowned upon if if i want to because say I want I need to leave at three o'clock one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a good reason to like for whatever reason it's not frowned upon. 
No, and I think it depends on, of course, what kind of work you do. I mean, if you have meetings after three, then of course, that's something that yeah. you would need to, to consider. But if you have, which most workplaces do, a more of a lax sort of schedule where the most important thing is that you get the work done, then if you need to leave two hours early, then it's okay as long as you will do those two hours another day. Or maybe mm-hmm. you divide it up into do one hour one day and then another hour another day. Yeah. And I think another thing that might be quite special to Swedish workplaces is um, what we call friskvård. Yes, absolutely. Which is health benefits, and that can differ. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, can you just explain a bit about that? Yeah, it, many companies actually give their employees money specifically to use for healthcare so that you can buy a gym card and your office will subsidize part uh, of the cost for you. So that's very yeah. common. And they some workplaces as well allow you to work out on company time for maybe one hour a week or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I think this is something you should really, really do. Uh, yes. Use it. Absolutely. Because it's, uh, it, again, it's not going to look better if you don't use this. No, exactly. And just check with your with your workplace what rules apply for you and absolutely take advantage of what they have. Yeah. Um so the last thing I want to talk to you is I think some people might think that Swedes are quite um unapproachable, but the fact is that we are quite social at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, like we're, we're recording this January 2021, so obviously it's not that easy to be social at work right now. Uh, we haven't been social for maybe uh, almost a year, but it's still part of the Swedish workplace culture. Yeah. Um, how can you tell that we are like social at work? But well, one thing that is, is really dear to the Swedish person's heart is, is fika. And we do that pretty much regardless of where you work about twice a day. So one time in the morning and then one time in the afternoon. And what fika is, is that we take a break, we leave our computers and we go somewhere else. We get some coffee, maybe something sweet to, to chew on and we just chat. It's yeah. a really great way to get to know your colleagues a little bit more outside of your normal work routine to get a little bit more personal with them. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like you have to be private. No. Um and talk about like well, what's going on in your head and your heart matters and things like that. But it's just a way to get to know each other yeah. a bit more informally. Exactly. And how much you want you and how much you want your coworkers to get to know you that's in the end up to you yeah exactly so you might choose to tell them certain things and then you choose to tell them you know not tell them other things that you think are too private yeah and it might be different depending on on which colleague you're speaking to during your fika as well if there's someone that you're more close to then you might share a bit more exactly and i think that also this fika is um it's important not to think that oh I don't want them to see that I'm drinking coffee again and I don't want to be a slacker. Um like this is something that we do and I think it's more frowned upon not to fika than to yeah, fika. Exactly because that would suggest that you're not willing to participate and and why don't you want to hang with your colleagues kind yeah. of. And if you don't want to hang with your colleagues just sit for like five minutes and then 
and then you're like, oh, I need to get back to work. Yeah. But that like short break is very important. Exactly. Because even if it's just for five minutes, then you at least showed a willingness to hang with us, even though you might not really want to, but at least it looks like you do. Yeah. Um, so how about Fika now? Uh, during this digital era that we have entered? Yeah, it's a bit more tricky, of course, because we can't actually meet in person. So what we have done here at the international office, and I think many other workplaces as well, is that we do digital Fika. So we have a specific time slot booked every day where you can show up and just log on to Zoom or, or Teams or whatever system you're using and just chat with your colleagues for a few minutes and have a cup of coffee and meet even though you're not actually meeting in in person so it's really nice as a substitute and it's a nice break from kind of because we sit in front of the computer more and more now yeah um so it's it's a nice break from just well you're, well, you're obviously still sitting in front of a screen but sure maybe but not it's in the same. Yeah, and it, it's important to take short breaks as well throughout the day because it helps you focus. Yeah. Johanna, I want to thank you so much for talking to me about Swedish workplaces. I'm sure people who come to um, Linköping University and start working will maybe see some of these things, but I think also a lot of other things that might that might kind of be a bit of uh, confusing yeah. when it comes to work. Uh, but it's still a good country to work in. Absolutely. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so thank you, Johanna. Thank you so much for having me. You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya Eklund, and today's guest, Johanna Gistvik. We will be back with more episodes, so keep a lookout so you don't miss anything. <laughs>